0: Welcome to Stimuli, a podcast exploring all things ADHD. I'm Harriet Gillar.
1: And I'm Annie Knowles. Together, we want to help others better understand ADHD. So if you have, know someone who has, or is just interested in ADHD, then this is the place for you.
0: Today, we're going to discuss what actually is ADHD, and how does it affect us, and some cool facts about ADHD that we've learned that I think would be useful to everyone. How are you doing, Annie?
1: I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Harriet? Yeah, good.
0: I'm good. Thanks. Good. Thanks. Episode two. Wow, that's like impressive for two ADHD people who said <laughs> that they would start a project and then actually follow through with it for so once. So on.
1: Yeah, actually doing a second episode. This is. I mean, I I'm impressed with us. Just. In, I think we should just, <laughs> just quit while we're ahead. Nah, we won't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's
0: got to be consistent. Got to be consistent. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I think last week was more about us and our journeys and kind of trying to get get you know allow you guys to get to know us a bit better, but we didn't really discuss ADHD in general. Um, and no. <laughs> it, it's quite a controversial topic um, as kind of any mental health topic is, although it shouldn't be, I don't think. I think it should be talked about more openly and, and honestly.
1: Yeah, I guess the only way you can reduce stigma is by talking about something. And that's yeah, what we yeah, are trying absolutely. to do here, so.
0: Yeah, um, so I guess let's jump in. So we tossed the term around ADHD a lot what does that actually stand for? Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder. And that's the kind of umbrella term for it these days. Some people might know it as ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder, but that's kind of an old-fashioned, from my understanding, I don't know if if you know about that, Annie, but it's the old kind of fashioned way of explaining it.
1: I mean, I do know, because I've done some reading up on this as part of prep for this podcast. But yeah, I have heard ADD whacked around Mm. a lot more than adhd and i don't really know why to be honest i guess we can kind of dig into that but
0: yeah definitely um yeah. and but then it's adhd to... itself
1: yeah go on. sorry no no i was just saying it's <laughs> mad that it's the same thing but people have like these two completely different concepts of it but mm-hmm. yeah no nah. so yeah, sorry definitely.
0: go back to whatever you were saying. no 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 that's right i was gonna just like quickly say that there are three types of adhd um, oh i
1: didn't know there were three i thought there were just two
0: there's three so there's um there's well there's inattentive type so where you present more more of the inattentive symptoms there's um hyperactive type where you can where you present with the hyperactive symptoms and then there's also combined type which is as the name suggests like where you show both the inattentive and the um hyperactive symptoms so i actually have combined i have combined type i don't know which which you have
1: i think i also have combined but I um yeah I know it's combined, but I think he, when I got diagnosed, he said definitely more distracted than hyper. But so
0: definitely more of the inattentive type. But he yeah. was
1: like, "You definitely do have hyperactivity traits," and I was like, "Brilliant, mm. thanks." Nice.
0: Interesting about the hyperactivity part is I I mean I personally don't think hyperactivity truly explains that side of ADHD because from my understanding, the hyperactivity part is more about impulsivity. So you're impulse buying, you're making decisions without truly thinking about the ramifications of them. So, I mean, yeah. I think it's really type in impulsivity type. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that because when I think of the hyperactivity part, I do think of it as me, not like, because people think it's like, oh no, she's really hyper. She's just got like a run or something. I she's can't bouncing go off, off the walls. Yeah. I can't go on a run if I'm distracted. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I won't focus. I'll see a duck and stop to try and stroke it so it's just kind of i yeah i'm with you on that i think that hyperactivity part it's more of a just like you know when you jiggle your knee when you sat down
0: mm, or the fidgeting it's, exactly yeah, yeah. It's, it's
1: fidgeting it's not what people and i guess the media have presented as like running around screaming i guess some kids, naughty
0: naughty kid yeah
1: i guess kids do that but as you get older you don't tend to you know want to go and you don't tend to want to destroy things you just sit there and you fidget like i find myself when i'm tutoring i play with whatever's around me so i was waving Mm. makeup brushes in the middle of my politics (laughs) session and i'll end up just like finding scraps of paper to destroy and things like that so it's not as big Mm. and as people think of hyperactivity and they think of like mass destruction tornado a a a toddler
0: yeah yeah
1: Whereas in reality, it's actually very contained and it's very within at least like a 30 centimeter radius of this person. Hmm. And they'll be looking around, they'll be twitching, they'll be hmm. fiddling with a pen like Harrah is now. And... <laughs> <laughs> and it's all much smaller actions, but they're hmm. all just like things that people do, like picking at the bit like your nail beds as well, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so i i think it's mad that the hyperactivity is always so like
0: misunderstood
1: yeah and kind of blasted out of proportion a little bit Mm. because people think of adhd again another problem with the diagnosis thing and studies they think of a child running around a classroom they don't think of an adult sat at a desk on like an exercise ball with a fidget spinner in one hand (laughs) and like or just something to play with or like a hair tie mm. or things like that
0: yeah for me it's the the leg the leg twitching the, the like that's my friends will all know that that is something that i do quite a bit um in particular when i'm like nervous or anxious or you know um i also bite my nails i think that's quite a common thing for people with adhd because it's again it's something to do something to have um like a pen flicking around my my thumb which i know really annoys people really pisses people off it's like well, it annoys
1: me because I can't do it. it. <laughs> he, says he, drop, he
0: says and he drops it. Um, no, but I can't do then, that and that annoys me. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what else for me, it, how it presents. No, I think those those are the main parts of um, the hyperactive side. Uh, and yeah. then inattentive side, uh, I think is pretty straightforward with the name, you know, being unable to focus on tasks for long periods of times, being super easily distracted. Oh no, the mm-hmm. distraction part is the... Imp- impulse part no so that's part of it's a hyperactivity. That
1: no that's a part of both because i know that with as well like it's the, it's the lack of focus and i think as well because mm. you said it's part of hyperactivity one thing i did remember is emotional control is often part of the impulsivity. yes yes so it's right. being unable to fully regulate your emotions properly so mm. again yesterday Crying for you
0: Oh no. god, I, it, like it happened. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah. Oh
1: god, I, at work yesterday, I was so. <laughs> this is gonna be like a little bit of a <laughs> nag session at my work. No, but we serve vegan burgers and dairy-free cheese is notorious for not being very cheese-like, it's and not it's very quite, malty, is it? No, it's quite rubbery. Is how they describe mm. it, and the way that the burgers are built is that they put a piece of this like rubbery cheese and they put like a cut of like a slice of fresh tomato on top, and then the the top bun always falls off. And does it get soggy
0: because of the tomato and like it doesn't get
1: yeah and unstable and it slips off and the amount of these i've lost and yesterday i was carrying two it was raining outside and i could just like and, and both of them fell off as i was carrying them down the stairs and i put like i slammed them down the table w- like i wanted to hurl them both on the floor and break the plates so that's what i wanted to do but i just remember really vividly really being like f off at these burgers and having to go and take a time out <laughs> because
0: I you was... tell them you tell them annie you tell them <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, vegan burgers no but it, i was so angry and i was like no no i need to stop like actively yeah. stop myself and be like take a breather it's just a burger it's not your well, fault like <laughs> for most
0: people they would think oh it's just a burger these things happen you go and it's get annoying the you're good to go but i can imagine for you you know that kind of emotional response i had to really
1: control my impulse to smash these plates on the floor like i really wanted to just like drop them properly yeah so i had to put them on the bar instead i was like (laughs) i don't want to get in trouble here for breaking two plates so honestly yeah yeah
0: the emotional the emotional regulation side is is really i think underlooked. yeah under thought about
1: yeah because people like oh she just can't like People they ADHD, they just can't focus. It's like, oh, God. It's, like, it's more complex a, than that. That's just like scratching the surface. Mm. It's honestly... And I think as well, when people try to box in the symptoms, I know it makes it easier to understand. I think sometimes they are a bit of both. Mm. So being easily distracted comes from both your brain just not being able to focus properly and from your, like... Just, impulsivity
0: uh, it, reacting to distractions
1: right exactly so it's all just a bit of everything and then you end up distracting yourself with what you're doing and then it all just kind of like <laughs> vicious starts, cycle yeah <laughs> snowballs yeah, yeah. into a massive yeah and then you know
0: and then you don't get the work done and then you drop two plates on
1: the floor yeah
0: and then you drop two plates <laughs> yeah i've got the the nhs um, national health service for the non-brits listening um of of adhd and it says that ADHD is a condition that affects people's behavior. People with ADHD can seem restless, may have trouble concentrating, and may act on impulse. How do you feel about that, Annie?
1: Um, I feel like, again, it's like pretty, it's a very bland, overarching, gentle term for what is quite a complex. Gen-
0: gentle is a good way of putting it, I think. It's. Yeah.
1: I think it's very like diplomatic, unoffensive, <laughs> kind way yeah. <laughs> yeah just being super like kind to everyone and I think as well it's it's a pretty good definition because it's not trying to pigeonhole anything too fast because again mm. I feel like ADHD is a bit misunderstood because of how broad all the symptoms can be for various people yeah. and how different people experience things differently and the extent to which people either suffer from their symptoms or can manage them like it's such an it's not like you know, broken leg. Your leg's broken. There's not. Well, I was about to
0: say this. You know, you either are pregnant or you're not pregnant. There's no right. in between. You're not. I mean, I guess you could be slightly pregnant and very pregnant. But but you know you you.
1: But like, I guess there a... is a yes and no there. You either yes, are exactly. mid baby or sin baby. There is no. <laughs> there's no yeah. Like... Where, where's
0: where's ADHD is a spectrum? You know, so yeah. you know everyone experiences lack of focus. People, everyone procrastinates, but mm-hmm. for people with ADHD, it's to a uh, extreme extreme amounts and there's yeah. more there's more to it than just not being able to do your taxes because you don't like doing your taxes
1: absolutely yeah I'm with, like I'm 100% with you on that it's like any like mental health I don't want mm. to say like issue but mental health I, I, mean, I, have to say issue. I don't like the word
0: disorder either no I, I, don't I don't like I don't I think like, it's a disorder
1: and I don't like problem either because mm. I feel like putting a negative spit we're gonna have to come up with something another way of saying it <laughs> Like, and I don't want to say, I don't like mental health dilemma because it's a problem, but it is fixable. I feel like that's one Mm. thing is that everything is manageable and everything is fixable. That's one thing I really Mm. want to hammer home here.
0: I think I I like the word manageable. I'm not sure about the word fixable because fixing implies there's something like wrong. But I guess I guess there might be something not like, I guess because we're better at some things and worse at other things. Yeah. So it's a trade. It's a trade off. Mm, yeah. Interesting. We're gonna have to work this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this can be part of the, because uh... I mean the way I sometimes see it is ADHD is a difference in cognition, not a disorder. Ooh, I like. So that. it's like it's 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 a, we think differently. Our brains are wired differently, I like which doesn't that. mean that it's wrong or that like that it's a a bad thing, but it just means that you know some things were better at, some things were worse at.
1: I'm with you on that, yeah, and it's, I think, yeah. I guess, cognition's a good way of putting most mm. mental health things as well. we we'll say yeah. things, just because so, that's quite gentle.
0: <laughs> In the same way that, you know, if you felt sad one day, you wouldn't say that that person's clinically depressed, you'd say, oh, they're having a sad day, but if they were sad for multiple days or multiple weeks, and it was, like, an overarching theme, then you might say that they're clinically depressed.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, but
0: there's, there's a fine line, and I get that when you know when i speak to some of my friends they say oh i struggle with focus or focusing or i struggle with concentrating and i'm sure they do um but maybe not in the same way that we struggle with focusing 100 or or being impulsive
1: no 100 percent, i'm with you on that Mm. because again like impulse buys people can do them and people Mm, do do them i mean there's everyone impulse buys and everyone like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, if you really hate maths, are you gonna sit there and focus 100% on your math homework? Absolutely not. No. That's <laughs> human. I think at the base of this, we are all people, but there's mm. just there's just like, it issues that fine line between just not wanting to do something and just like struggling a bit to do it, to it's becoming an, a problem that can then spiral into other mental health issues. So anxiety yeah, because you're unable to get anything else done and just say we're not medical professionals in any sense here, but <laughs> no. from personal experience it starts affecting you on a daily basis and it limits your quality of life i think that's
0: i think that's an overarching theme for people with ADHD definitely there's yeah. a, there's like a there's a, a sense of a lack of self-worth because you feel like you can't get your work done or you know your job's done or your studies done and then that you feel bad about it which means that you don't do the work and so you see this spiral taking place and um, I mean, I read, I read somewhere and I'll, I'll put the a link to kind of any sources that we're quoting in, in the description, but, uh, one in five, um, people with ADHD have, uh, clinical anxiety and two in five have clinical depression. So, yeah. you know, there are, there are definitely like overarching themes when it comes to ADHD and quality of life. Mm-hmm.
1: And I would say like openly, I'm one of those people with anxiety on mm. top of ADHD because yeah. that's just how it that's just how my brain works there's no other Mm. way of putting it it's just how my brain works but I do things and I do take medication and things like that to help me live my best life so there you go Mm.
0: you had um you you said you prepared a little research about the history of ADHD which I was quite excited for
1: I did so and this is actually a pretty good segue because it does mention um medication and things like that so Mm. just in a broad sense, ADHD only really started becoming a medically, I guess, I want to say recognised thing in the the early 1900s. So ADHD has not been around for very long. And I guess that's because medicine didn't develop that quickly. Back when there were Victorian workhouses, it's not like they cared about the state of their children. (laughs) So (laughs) like thinking back, so firstly, ADHD was first mentioned in 1902 by a British pediatrician, Sir George Still. I actually made a post about him that will hopefully be up on our Instagram very soon. And Mm -hmm. he described um what he called an abnormal defect of moral control in children. So he thought it was a moral control. He thought it was a moral issue. And he specified (laughs) as well in children. So this kind of set the tone for where these studies were done and how research on ADHD was then carried out because they thought it predominantly presented in children.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And he basically found that some affected children couldn't uh, control their behaviour in the same way that what he called a typical child could, but they were still intelligent. Typical child, yeah. But they were still intelligent. That was the key marker here. Um, A lot of his work has been, like, white a bit denounced in recent years, or I say it on later years
0: if it was in the early
1: 1900s exactly but he's he's kind of known as like the person who kick-started research into things like adhd so he is still regarded as an important figure um and then so let's move on you know good 34 years to 1936 (laughs) and the fda a lot of again history to do with adhd is based in america because they're kind of weirdly when i think of adhd i think of the us because they've almost got yeah a I do of as well. But that is also because they are huge in the pharmaceutical industry and in the mm-hmm. medical medical industry as well. So basically, the FDA approved a drug called Benzedrine in 1936, and it's amphetamine. That's what that is. It's not yeah. available yeah, yeah, anymore, yeah. but it's basically <laughs> amphetamine. And a doctor called Dr. Charles Bradley basically found that. Through, like trial and error and some side effects of this drug his younger patients behavior and performance in school improved when he gave it to them I mean wow. kind of no shit sherlock he was giving them S- amphetamine
0: for, but... for the listeners listeners who like can't uh, it's speed basically yeah uh, is the like is the drug is the drug term for it talk yeah. to Frank no <laughs> um, it's yeah. yeah so it's speed
1: yeah so he ba- was basically giving these kids speed in the 1930s. Yeah. Um his contemporaries did ignore his findings. But then it was only in later years again that they recognized the benefit of what he'd discovered. And just as like a and little he... side like side thing in World War II, soldiers used amphetamines to stay awake, have mental focus Ooh. and prevent fatigue, so just as the Germans Ooh. used cocaine, the Americans used amphetamines. We using speed. Yeah. And that's so, really
0: interesting because I'm I'm guessing it's a it's a stimulant medication yeah yeah yes. so okay that yeah. makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense
1: it's Adderall that's what amphetamines are that's what yeah. when people say well, it's a different
0: it's a different type of Adderall yeah.
1: yeah different type and again it's not so I think it was amphetamine sulfate or benzodrine sulfate I get confused between the two but either way it's not available as a drug anymore Benzedrine is not it's,
0: it's illegal It's It's illegal. <laughs> it's, um, it's an illegal drug. yeah
1: and so again post-world war post the war literally where everyone was on drugs um, In 1952, they released, so the American Pediatric Association uh, basically created this manual called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, which is called the DSM. They put this out and they didn't recognize it in 1952. It was only in the second edition in 1968 that they actually recognized what's ADHD. ADHD but as hyperkinetic impulse disorder
0: hyperkinetic impulse disorder that's pretty cool but
1: but it kind of emphasizes there that they again only saw the physical things they didn't think of it so think about moral control kids would do naughty things so you know morally bad they're going to hell sort of thing
0: hyperkinetic Um, so that must be to do with their movements and like excitability yeah
1: yeah and then 1955, the FDA approved the psychostimulant Ritalin, which is Ritalin methylphenidate, which is actually what I take. Yeah, so in 1955, it was again more popular as an ADHD treatment as the disorder was becoming better understood and diagnoses increased, and the medicine is still used.
0: 1955, yeah, so it's a 70 year old drug that's still being used to treat ADHD. That's incredible,
1: yeah, and it's one of the ones that everyone's. No one knows the actual drug name. They just know Ritalin. Yeah. Uh, that, it's the same one. It's so since the like mid fifties.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, yeah.
1: moving on again, we're back with the DSM. It, so in 1980, they released the third edition of this and they changed the name of hyperkinetic impulse disorder to what we all know and love attention deficit disorder. And they yeah. actually believed that hyperactivity wasn't a common symptom of the disorder they thought it was like they thought it was something else so that's when they started creating subtypes so they had ADD with hyperactivity and ADD without yeah. so okay. but there wasn't a combined type they either thought so you that were that must be a
0: newer that must be a modern a modern take on it
1: exactly and then again they like to revise these versions of the DSM yeah. all the time because, you know, medicine is constantly changing. So, seven years later in 1987, they removed the hyperactivity distinction. They changed the name to Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder. So, it was only in 1987 that the ADHD that we know and love gained its proper name, despite being recognized, you know, 85 years yeah. beforehand. And they combined the three main symptoms, which were inattentiveness, impulsivity and hyperactivity into a single type. And they didn't identify subtypes either.
0: And that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's honestly fascinating that they only because it is, again, still quite widely misunderstood as Mm -hmm. a medical issue, because like most mental health conundrums, it's all in people's heads and it's very hard to see what's in someone's head it's
0: all in your head you're making it up exactly
1: but it is and again but as it became better understood in the 1990s i love this they say cases began to climb significantly it's not that cases Mm. climbed Mm. it's just that more people were being diagnosed with it yeah and again it's like when people are like oh there's a rise in people with the flu it's like no you're just testing people for the flu that's why there's been a rise Um, the
0: the rates are probably the same but exactly diagnoses of them and
1: so so since the 90s people have become parents have become much more aware of Mm -hmm. what their children might be struggling with um apparently as well they there are questions into whether or not more children are developing ADHD due to external stimuli and they get way, stimuli, (laughs) drink. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But it's all like, it's still very much in terms of medicine, new.
0: Yeah. Because
1: seeing as the drugs that I take is only 70 years old, which in terms of medicine is young. And then you think about developments of, other kinds of medicines and just studies into and recently as well people especially in the last I'd say 20 years studies into mental health have increased tenfold and there's much more research being done now rather than just like physical ailments that doctors might have been studying in the past but Mm. yeah so that is my five minute history on ADHD and how it
0: developed. Thank you for that I didn't actually know about all of that so that was yeah really interesting really interesting
1: I think it's fascinating Um,
0: I didn't know Ritalin was such an old I didn't realize like wow 50s yeah no that is because you said um it's quite a young medication but it's that is not that is that's an old medication because think about the difference in like technology we had in pharmaceuticals in the 50s to like now
1: yeah actually yeah now you say that but I think in terms of being studied as like I think what I meant was ADHD as like an issue hasn't been studied for like that long relatively when you think about things such as you know like how to reset a broken leg you know that's been <laughs> being done yeah, since yeah. the dark ages so
0: the, the brain itself i mean it's so under um, misunderstood or like not understood in great detail and depth um so 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 interesting so so yeah. interesting
1: honestly when it was more i was reading the more i was like oh my god this is insane <laughs> And I just think the fact that again it went from and we'll probably discuss this in a later podcast episode about how studies have led to issues within the ADHD community, i.e. mainly focusing on children, mainly focusing on white children mm-hmm. also mainly focusing on white boys. That's the big the,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's
1: the big thing. But I think it's just fascinating to look at the way that it was research in the past and how that's led to where we are today with adhd mm-hmm. and yeah i just honestly the more i read the more i was like oh my god this is insane hyperkinetic disorder am i right <laughs> hyperkinetic
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling it that now and everyone's gonna be like wow what, what have you got yeah in, you like, okay i'm hy- really
1: <laughs> i'm really hyperkinetic today guys just you
0: know. <laughs> yeah Brilliant. i think the um we, we mentioned last week i think we definitely will do an entire episode dedicated to ADHD in women and girls. I think that's really, and a couple of uh, people who listened already said to me like, definitely, we we're, were super interested in that. Um, yeah. So we can definitely don't worry. Do whole... I
1: want to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. Much.
0: <laughs> and I want to learn about it because um, the symptoms present differently. The like you said, the research is done on, on guy on you know males instead of females. So there's a lot we can kind of dig into there. Um, and then some other future topics we'd love to hear from you guys if you if you want to know about anything in particular, if you want to um, hear about, I don't know, stories that we have or advice, maybe we'll do an episode on medication. I think people would find that really interesting.
1: 100% self-medicating and both literal tablets you swallow.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even like coping mechanisms could be tied into that.
1: 100%
0: All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week.
1: If you have any questions or topics that you want us to cover, feel free to get in touch. Our Instagram is at stimuli underscore ADHD. I promise you we don't bite. Come give us a follow and say hello. and We'll see you on the next
0: one. See ya.